Bad bye call. That is going to get a massage now. Are you looking at daddy's face? Say bye bye, I love you. Say bye bye, I love you. Okay. Yeah, bye bye. Good oh, job. baby. Oh, bye, bye Mr. Man. Very cool. Say bye bye, oh, Joy. Oh! Thanks, Mary. Oh. Yeah. So, I'm worried about doing this podcast, I'll be honest. Why are you worried about doing this podcast? Because you massaged me at Josh's thing. Uh-huh. And I'm I'm not, like, I get very, like, I'm, I don't, I'm sensitive. And oh! You married a sensitive one. Well, yeah. I'm just weak for pain. Like, I got... Like, nothing. lowest pain tolerance ever. All right, we're leaving. Bye! Bye. Bye, Coley. Bye, Cole. Bye, Cole. Uh, so, I... Get undressed, get on other sheets. Ooh, you're in for a treat. No, I promise this is not a dream. It's just a happy ending with Joy Eileen. Like, I got hit once, and I, I walked away. You know, uh-huh. But, uh, I, it was, it was what needs to happen in a massage, which is, you, like, put the hammer of Thor through the muscles to, like, release the toxins or whatever. Right. But it's so painful, and I'm such a weakling, that, uh, I'm concerned that I'm just going to be moaning for an hour on your podcast. Well, if you've ever listened to Sam Tripoli's podcast, it's um... Fun. Yeah, I actually had to cut a lot of his moaning out. Yeah. It was about an hour massage, and when I posted it, it was about 35 minutes. Because <laughs> it was a lot of, oh. Well, you're supposed to when you get a massage. You're supposed to, like, release. I'm supposed to, uh, right? Right. You're supposed to exhale, and <laughs> that's the idea of it, right? It's a release. It is a release. So Sam did nothing wrong. It's just I know he was fantastic, but but it sounds like on your podcast and he's like this like massive god and he's really just like a a sad little boy like me. <laughs> now I will tell you. Okay, then I'll just start this way. Yeah. Um, I tell this to all of my brand new patients that come in. You cannot hurt my feelings. Okay. And so if I am hurting you, if you do not like something, right. tell me. It's perfectly fine. I'm not going to cry. Yeah. I'm not going to go home and not air this podcast. Just, eh. No, I, that, I appreciate that. Because that's the thing when I get a massage is I'm always feeling like, you know, if I tell you, if I ask the masseuse to, like, lighten up a little bit, like, I'm doing something wrong. Like, I'm not going through the right massage process. But... It's really just because it hurts so bad, my body tenses up even more. Exactly. And then we're just doing more work. Right? So just tell me. Am I right about that? You are right about that. Knew it. And I knew it's a cartel. If you're fighting it, like if it hurts and you're fighting it, then yeah, exactly. You're nice and tense. It's not, you're, I'm not getting any right. deeper. I'm not releasing anything. Yeah. Now, I will say yeah, at the end. Here's of, the truth. <laughs> I will say at the end of a massage, even if you are tense, like when I leave yeah. and your body realizes, okay, she's gone, yeah. you will get a release then because it's like, okay, I don't have to be tense anymore. Oh. So there is that benefit. How do you feel about that? Um, <laughs> you know, I just want people to feel better. Yeah. I want people, I have this thing. I just want people to like me. But so. they're getting more satisfaction with you leaving. <laughs> right. Exactly. 
I'm like, oh, she's gone. But then now he's going to call me back. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust the process. I get the call back. So how long have you been doing comedy for? Come, uh, it's a weird, weird thing. By the way, yeah. I have Avery Pearson on oh, the table. Oh, hi, everybody. I guess I should introduce you. I'm Avery Pearson. Yeah, introduce me. Go, go, go. Okay. No, you're introduced. You're fine. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> Unless there's anything else you want to say. No, I just, I want to say that Joy's doing a fantastic job. And uh, I usually get really close to the mic and do like a deep voice, but you guys are just gonna you're gonna get what you're gonna get. Yes, one. and that's exactly what I want. I want yeah. everything organic. Oh god, yeah, <laughs> for sure. So comedy. Um, my thirty third, thirty second birthday. Um, the kids were at my parents' house, and I told John, "Hey, I want to do comedy because cool. I do this in the." Come, like in the, in the chiropractors, I talk to my patients and we laugh and we have fun. And everybody's like, You're so funny and you're so quick on your feet. So I'm like, Hey, I could do it. So for my bucket yeah, list on you. my birthday, cool. he found an open mic and I did the open mic and then I didn't do it again for two years. That's the right, that's probably the right instinct. Right? Yeah. And then I was massaging Derek Mears, who he's been in a thousand movies. He's amazingly funny he has an improv uh troupe it's called the resistance okay and he was talking to me and i was massaging him at his house and he's like joy you are funny you need to do stand-up yeah. and i'm like oh i tried it once like, two years ago yeah. and then he called me and he got me in his friend tom clark's class so i did tom clark's class i showcased at the improv yeah. and then i did his second class and showcased at the improv again and then I was just kind of, I would do it every once in a while, basically with flappers or somebody would invite me. Yeah. And then this year, um, John was like, I made your New Year's resolution. Oh, uh, what a good dude. He is. He's so supportive. He's amazing. He comes out with you and hangs. Yeah, he has fun. He loves you guys. He doesn't do stand-up, does he? No. Oh, God. There it is. Yeah. Found something. Found it. Got a nugget. <laughs> I just assume like all the piano muscles are going to be where I'm going to be hanging out most of the day. Yeah, most of my tension is on my fingers, so <laughs> or like my wrist or something. How are your wrists? Um, well, not. I don't think it has to, maybe it's a piano, but I, well, I sort of like blew something out in it, and I couldn't do a push up for two years, which is the only reason I'm not in shape. Exactly. That's the only. That's the only reason. Um, I'm in a shape, it's just not much. Um, that's, you know what I like about that is, so I used to work at the improv store guy in the, in the booth, and that's sort of how I got my start in comedy when I was like 30, so I, I definitely get it, and I've done sketch and improv acting and all that stuff before, but just like wholeheartedly going for the com, you know, comedian scene in LA, you know, probably when I was like, around the same, same age, um, 32 or 33, but what happened was they have these classes. Uh-huh. And often, what's great, what I really love about this class is you walk out of there with a five-minute set. Hey, that's that's a lot. That is a lot. So, and whether or not it's good or bad or whatever, you can, like, go do, you can start. Yeah. So, I think it's a really good jump. What happens is, a couple things, is that you take a course, and you do it at the improv, and you start to think, oh, I can, like, I'll just walk onto any lineup, which is just not the way that it goes. No. Because other people have had five months times a hundred. Uh-huh. And, you know, you got to work up to that kind of stuff. 
But they also don't stick with it. They don't really want to do it, you know? Like, and the fact that you are, are committing yourself to the community and of comedy is really important. It's all about that, you know? Um, it is. And I'm, the comedy community makes me feel at home because I'm a very awkward person. I don't really know how to talk to people very well. Right. Um, I'm more in my element when you're naked face down. Yeah, I get it. Which is kind of why I was like, well, how can I talk to people and really start to get to know them? And I'm yeah. like, oh, I'll just massage them. Don't have to look them in the eye. It's perfect. Yeah. And like so, <laughs> so this is a perfect combination. Yes. Uh, that was similar for me, too. Like, I, I'm not a traditional stand-up comic. I didn't grow up wanting to be, you know, a comic, like, you know, Seinfeld or whatever, typically. Right. I idolize, like, uh, Robin Williams and Jim Carrey. But they're comedians. And Steve Martin, you know, like... They're stand-ups, but they, they're comedians, I would say, more than comics, straight comics. Yes, and they brought more. Well, yeah. I mean, not, they brought more than words, I should say. Right, and that's what I feel with piano is, and all the other like, stuff I do is I, I'm kind of a variety act. So you'll probably never catch me doing 10 minutes of just straight stand-up comedy, but I'll, I have a ton of songs, and I have a show that I feature them on, and, you know, like, it's... Called the ADH show, the Hollywood Improv, September 25th. Yay! Yeah, main stage, two year anniversary. We're doing a concert. That is awesome. Like the last waltz. Super excited. So I think, like, I, I just like that you've, like, found a, a thing that makes you comfortable and a niche that, you know, works for you with comedy. Oh, this is great. Yes, and it's, I feel better on stage now yeah in fact i did a set just an open mic set last wednesday and lucas hurl and earl skakel both came up to me and they're like you're growing i can see you getting better you're getting more comfortable Pearl and earl or Pearl and earl <laughs> great duo if they're listening yes you guys i actually think that they would be a really good combo on stage they have like a funny they're they're both like very specific voices and yes. I think that they would be like because you know Danish and Neil's like uh, just like a like lightning bolts uh huh but they would be like more of a drawn out thick and like there'd be a lot more uh like uh, empty space in the air yes I think I vote for Hurl and Earl I agree not Earl and Hurl Hurl and Earl that's yes. it yes I'm a Texan it's alright Sean Pulaski wants Earl to start calling himself Urkel okay what is that well I was talking to at the show at the goddamn comedy jam, Urkel was there, and I had a full-on conversation with Jalil White Urkel about Harry Potter. Yep. So in my mind, I'm like, this is the nerdiest thing I've ever done in my life because I am talking to Urkel about Harry Potter. Like it, it can't get any dorkier yeah. than this. And somehow I was talking to Sean Polovsky about it. And she's like, Urkel, like Urkel, Urkel, or Earl Skakel? And I'm like, oh, that would be funny. And she's like, he should start calling himself Urkel. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think he will, but that would be hilarious. Um, I should say that, Joy, you came over and massaged my wife. I did. MJ Bracken is a great actor. But she, <laughs> I just felt bad that I would think you were going to. I just felt bad. I don't think I could turn to my wife and say, Hey, I have a podcast. They're coming over today. And if she said, what kind of podcast is that? I'd be like, well, it's a massage podcast. I think it would have been like, 
be like, you're getting a massage! <laughs> and you like, you know, so thank you for uh, doing that. Of and, course. Uh, you found some problem zones. That's I great. did. But it's, oh, there's one on me. I, you know, I love massaging. I do. I do. Does I like, it hurt your hands? I'm sure you get that all the time, but like, isn't it annoying on some level? Some level, yes. Like, Honestly, I will say lately I have been very unhappy at my job. Okay. Only because as a as, as a, the massage therapist, massage I therapist. worked at this chiropractor's office. I okay. basically graduated massage school and went straight to this chiropractor's office. I've been there 11 years. That's great. I know all of my like basically it's groundhog day. I have yeah. I never have really any new patients. It's always the same people. So this is great. Yes, but now that I'm doing the podcast and I'm talking more Ugh. and we're having, like, I have so much fun doing this podcast yeah. that when I go to work, I'm, it's yeah. not as fulfilling anymore. I'm like, Ugh. I feel you. I, I'm i like that. I You know, some of my side gigs with piano, you do corporate gigs, right? Or like, right. I used to play piano at the Pally Hotel on Sunday brunches. Okay. And I would try and make the most fun out of it. Like, there was one time the fire alarm went off and I started playing Don't Stop Believing. <laughs> you know, like, you try. But they really just want you to, like, tinkle underneath the salmon, you know, uh -huh. which is the name of my first comedy album. So I love so, that. Yeah. Uh, so, the, you know, you got to, uh, oh, that's a good spot right there. I bet you get a lot of non sequiturs on this podcast. Um... Yeah, so I, I get the feeling of like, yeah, you're you're do you're you're doing what you love. You I'm playing piano, but you're not like it's not like how you want to be doing it is a big difference. Yes. Yeah. Like this I feel like I'm even practicing my stand up. Totally. You know, and same with like when I write my books, it's me and it's mine and I'm having a very hard time getting ready and going into work. For sure. So in fact we since November, last November, which is coming up again, mm -hmm. um, one of the girls quit. What about November's big deal? I'm sorry? You said November's coming up again. November's coming, so it'll be a year since I've been doing this. A year? Okay, cool. You're doing great. Where um, oh. me and this other massage therapist have been alternating Mondays. Okay. Because the doctor was like, oh, I'll hire someone else and never got around to it. Oh, okay. So since it, like it'll be a year since I've been alternating Mondays, and today is my Monday, uh -huh. and I'm like no, and I just took it off. Yeah, right? I can't. I'm kind of done, yeah. which is why anybody oh. who wants to sponsor this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's you know, there's ways to do it, um, and there's uh, like oh, there's a company that I know that can help. Just get your numbers at a certain level, and they'll they'll pay for it. That's what Bill Burr said. Bill yeah. Burr was like, "Get your numbers up. I've already heard about yeah. you, and yeah. I can see you in all things comedy." There you go. Well, I can as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh boy. Yeah, that's that's the deal. You know, I mean, he's such a you know those guys at All Things Comedy are they're so great because they're doing it for the artist. And, yes. You know that's that's what it's about because they get it. Um, I have a podcast. Parenting podcast called Motherfuckers. Yes, you do, and I love it. Thanks. You listen? I do. Oh, thanks. We uh, just celebrated our 13th episode. Congratulations. That comes in on Mondays, and um, yeah, I think we're going to head over there. I love it because 
I feel like you and I are a very kindred spirit. Yeah, I do too. Because I'm an alarmist. Me too. Oh, yeah. you get it, yeah. So Sandy and his... <laughs> fucking stupid, stupid <sighs> shit. I will tell you, I did flip oh, off my phone. Oh, God. Sorry. No, you're fine. Let it out. Do it. Release uh, it. <laughs> sorry, everybody. This is getting real. Uh, I flipped off my phone when Sandy had that Instagram post where... We were on a plane, and she slept the whole way. I love you, Sandy, but oh. So Sandy, so the whole thing about, so I have a kid, and he's fantastic. He's mad at Disney. Adorable, those curls. Oh, those curls. And he's 18 months. He can already count to 10. He knows his colors. He knows, like, all of his family members, like 20 people. (laughs) He's really, he's really fantastic, but it is, like... The, the keeping up with the kid, he's like middle of the road. Like he's uh, would cry a lot at night. And he was a little. He was he was good as far as babies go, but you know it. We would have to be up every forty five minutes and rocking him to bed. And my wife was like breastfeeding all hours. Like it was it was real. It was life. Yeah. It was like. But Sandy mm-hmm. came to me and said, you know, you're just an alarmist. Well, Sally and I decided we're having a kid. And only 25% of our life is going to change. 25%? You're fucking, I hate you. Like, you're, so I, we spent most of the podcast, me telling him, you're ridiculous. We had all these comics on, like Marilyn Bryce Scott, Josh Wolf, Mm -hmm. Steve Rand, all these people being like, you're so stupid. Bobby Lee, like, apologize, we're all like, utterly stupid. And then he has the kid, and the kid's incredible. Yes. His life is even better. And not only that, is the kid, is the kid like quiet and chill and like just like relaxed? His wife is a NICU nurse. Yes. So if anything would happen, it's just like second second hand for her. And he's just sitting there like chilling. And there's some times where he helps out, but he just like goes on day walks. So that the kid is so relaxed. He, his perspective is, oh, it's because of our perspective and what we're putting out in the universe that the baby's like this. No. You have an <laughs> easy kid, and you are and you are sitting with Mickey Mantle of, of of taking care of infants. Yes. So you have it lucky, and every day, you know, I love his daughter, but I just want her to be miserable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, I completely agree with you. Do you know what I did realize? What? What's he has a daughter? What's the difference between his daughter and Cole? The gender. Yep. Uh huh. Guess what's gonna happen when she's a preteen? Oh yes. She's gonna be a little hormone bag. Although I am going to tell you, okay. and I love you, and I'm sorry for this, but uh, boys and puberty—it's yeah. rough. We had three boys. Oh. But it, I don't think. I mean, come on. Like, obviously, you were a twelve-year-old girl. Those those are different those are different kind of raging dragons. They are, but there were times there's still times. Tyler is seventeen years old. Yeah. And I will be we'll have a perfectly good conversation and then he'll get up and huff and walk away. I'm like, wait, what the fuck just happened? Like yeah. seriously. Yeah. So they get their hormones. Um Tyler, if you're listening, just chill out. Your mother birthed you. I think that's the thing that people I didn't birth that one. Oh, what'd you do? Um, he, I went into his life when he was three. All right, so say thank you, because otherwise you wouldn't have, you know, like, I think kids, no matter the situation, adoption or giving birth, they really 
don't remember the times that we wiped crap out of their bubble. Right. They really don't. There's no recollection. And so once I had those first few weeks with Cole, I just turned to my parents and said, thanks for, thanks for wiping my ass. Uh-huh. Thank you for doing it. I was, I think back, on like, being such a brat, and like, you like, I, you kept me alive, and we never talk about it. You didn't kill me. You didn't kill me. I, I, have, I have a great life, but you focus on, like, the, you know, oh, well, my dad's good dad jokes are so lame. <laughs> but it's like, oh, yeah, that guy worked his ass off. 30 years to keep you alive and give you food. Yeah. And, like, look, there are really shitty parents out there. We get they don't deserve good, good thoughts. But if your parents are not even good, if they're middle of the road, if they just kept you alive, thank them. Uh-huh. It's so hard. It Unless is. Unless you have Sandy skin, which is fucking cakewalk. <laughs> Sandy's getting 10 hours of sleep. But well, you know what? His next one. They're going to have another one. Hopefully. Uh-huh. Hopefully the next one's a pain in the ass. Because that's kind of what happens is you have this fantastic kid, and you're like, oh, this was so easy. Let's do it again. And then the next one comes. Because it is very cliche. I even have a bit about it in stand-up where people are like, oh, my gosh, they're going to be so different. They're going to be so different. And you're kind of like, yeah, whatever. No, I raised them the same. Same parents, same house, blah, 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 blah. They're so different. They're so different. So different. Between Tyler, Caleb, and Brody. Oh my god, they're cast the real world. Yeah. <laughs> it's Tyler, Caleb, and Brody, and they're all hanging out together at the beach. They're like, fighting. Next on Santa Monica Sings. I want the PS4 next. Yeah. Mom! Where's the bird? I ordered the bird. <laughs> uh, yeah, so boys do have their... They have their influx of hormones. Right. I get it. You know, I just feel like I want to be miserable. I agree. I Yeah, I'm serious. I flipped off my phone when I'm... Oh, the plane ride was awesome. She slept the whole way. Comments on that. Always comments on that. So we do this thing where we have two teams. You know, there's like team Aniston and team... Uh So we have team 25 and team 100. So team 25 is Sandy's stupid. That's for stupid people who think that only 25% of your life is going to change because based on your outlook and and Namaste and, you know, Gemini, you know. So if you have that, you you can comment on our podcast and go hashtag team 25. But I have one called team 100, which is not like it's 100 like all the millennials are doing. It's 100% of your life is going to be different. Everything. Everything. So Everything. you can always hashtag Team 100. I'll see you. I, I look it up. And I'll love you a lot if you're a part of my team. And we can outnumber and beat Sandy's crappy, stupid team of idiots who think only 25% of their life changes. I'm on it. I'm Are on you it. on Team 100? I will be now. Oh, yeah. Yes. In fact, I massage Sandy. I haven't released his yet. I wanted oh, to release cool. you guys almost uh, together. Yeah, yeah. That's great. So I've been waiting. Yeah. But... The first thing I think I said to him when oh. I had him on the table, I'm all, so 25%, huh? Yeah. Really? Right. Yeah, I hope you gave him an extra hard massage. I did. Did you think I did. Well, yeah. yeah, and then, it, it, yeah, it actually started to get harder the more he talked. Yeah, yeah I feel the same way. Yeah. Oh, she's perfect. She sleeps through the night. And then my thumb just started working yeah. harder. That's <laughs> so funny. All right. Yeah. I can't wait to bring it up on our podcast. 
Well, this is a this is a really great podcast situation. I gotta tell you, like, I don't know a comic that would want to do this. There's been a couple who didn't want to do it. Who didn't want to do right, it? You don't have to make names. But for the most part, it's been highly just positive feedback. Yeah, it it is weird when you you're doing something and like people are digging it, and then like a few people don't want to do it. And you're like, why? What's wrong with you? I really believe in this. Yeah. Oh God. And then some people are like, I don't like massage. Okay. I'm not, okay, that's fair. I get that. Right, you're good. But yeah. have you found a substitute? Because if you want to talk to someone, what would you do instead? Or do you have to massage them? No, I've at, that is so funny you said that because this actually just just came up. There is a female comic okay. who is very big right now. Oh yeah. And very nice and very adorable. And she really wanted to do the podcast, but she said she's like, I cannot lay down on the table. I have demons. I did not ask about her demons, but I get it. We all have our demons. Okay. And she's like, I can't lay down. And I'm like, well, I have to. Wait, she can't lay down in general? I I don't. I didn't ask. She doesn't want to, like, give herself, like, she doesn't want to, like, make herself vulnerable, you think? Maybe. Like, maybe it's just too vulnerable. Maybe it's just too much. Maybe something happened on the massage table. Wow. Not really sure. Yeah, that's that. So I told her, I'm like, okay, well, we have alternatives. I go, I have a chair, as you've seen. Yep. You know, I can take the chair. Yeah, sure. Or I also have this uh, thing. It's called a detox machine. Oh, what's that? Tell and that. you put your feet inside of it and okay. with salt water. Okay. And it's just a machine because your feet have the most pores in your body. Oh, okay. In a concentrated area. Okay. And so what you do is you put your feet in for 30 minutes. Okay. And it pulls the toxins out of your body. Okay. And the water, wow. which is just salt water, changes colors depending on what it's pulling out. Whoa. So dark green is gallbladder. Um, brown is lungs. It's very, very cool. So you get to see what the biggest issue in your body is? Yes. Is it true to that? Yes. Can I do that? Of course you can. Okay. You didn't bring it, did you? No, I didn't bring okay. it. Okay. Wow. But when I come and when I come back and yes. get married, yeah, I will do yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In fact, I'll massage her, and then you can just have your feet in water. Is her. it hurt? No, no. It's just like a foot bath. Your feet oh, are in salt God. water for half an hour. You don't do anything. Yeah. And it's fantastic. And so, like, you know, brown is your feet. Yellow is your gallbladder. Oh, I think that's probably my friend at the door. He cancer. Okay. He has our dogs. Hello. Oh, hi. I'm hi. Just hi. Hey, Josh. Hi. Look, I'm getting a massage. He's getting a massage. I'm on a... No, no, Wait, Josh. Fine. Josh, come here. No, it's okay. Josh. Can yeah. you leave? Yeah. That's Josh's awesome. He's my neighbor. Hi, Josh. Hi, Josh. Yes. He probably felt bad. But he's actually really funny. He a comedian from Canada. He's like, came down here doing so well. He's like selling TV shows. It's so good. Oh, that's so awesome. Very good. Very good for him. And our dogs are lovers. No, I didn't know you had dogs. Well, did he jump off guard? No. But he did. He just came in and left. Oh, weird. I have a three-legged dog named Norman. <gasps> oh. Yeah, he came. Oh, what happened there? Okay. Um. So yeah, like they're lovers. They sixty-nine each other, and uh, it's really uh, it's really cool. We have insane dogs. We have a wiener dog Chihuahua who thinks she's a cat. Oh, cool. Her name is Mitzi. Why is the cat? 
Yeah. She sleeps on my head. Oh, really? Yeah. And she's just very, like, she'll come and she digs at, she does this to get pet. And uh, if you stop petting her, she digs at you. I know, yeah. Love her to death. And she's Mitzi. I mean, not because I'm a fan yeah. of the comedy store or anything like it's that. Just, like, you like the <laughs> and then um, we have a basset hound pit bull named Farley. Oh, okay. Who is. It's after Chris? Yeah. Uh, did you hear Sandy Smith's Brody impression? I have. Yeah, he's, good. he's amazing. Him and Tebow. Oh my gosh. They're very quick. I cannot. It's so funny because I can do impressions once yeah. and never do them again. Yeah. And it drives, like, I, I'll say it and I swear on my life, for one hour I was Ron White. <laughs> I turned into Ron White. I was doing his bit. I sounded just like him. My face swelled up. I turned red. I was drunk. It was amazing. Sure. And then I could never do it again. Yeah, keep doing it. Yeah, I drove. I was like, where Where does it go? Where? Why? Yeah, I keep doing it. It's like doing it, but then being able to repeat it. That's the hard I, maybe. Yeah, it is because you gotta keep performing it. Cause if you're like, this is Ron Wade taking an elevator or whatever. I do Chris uh, Williams riding an elevator one here. Yes. Ooh. Oh, wait, no. It's better if he's in an earthquake. It's Crystalia. It's Crystalia in an earthquake. <laughs> 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 Oh my god, you just turned into him. Yeah. Your body transformed into him. Yep. I did it for him once, and he's like, that's pretty good. That's he's going to be on my podcast. Oh, for sure. Yes. Yeah, you have to get this. That's Super great. excited. That's what I'm saying. You know, I think really good people are going to want to do this. Yes, Steve ran a ZZ the other night. Course, yeah. Um, Emily was talking to him, and he goes, I was just talking about this podcast. Yep. I'm like, yes. Yes, let's do this more. <laughs> just keep doing it. Just keep, keep doing it. People are going to see it and, you know, uh, they're going to want to do it because you're a nice person and because, like, fuck, this is great. Right? And you're going to feel better after this. It's all about healing. It is. I, and, you know, and I've said this before on this podcast, and I'll say it again, I want my first Netflix special to be me pulling people out of the audience and massaging them. While I do crowd work on them. You need to do a sh- First of all, it's a great idea. And you should just make a show like that. I guarantee you. I guarantee you he will sell out. You think? Hi, come to the show. Maybe you will get massaged. And you'll see great comedians. Yeah. And then you have com- you massage people. And you have guest comics come on. So you have people that have on your podcast like uh, Steve or Ramsey's or whatever. You started off you doing crowd work. You take a lucky person up on stage, you give them a five-minute on that sitter one. Uh-huh. And then you have, okay, well, then you find out a little bit about the, this person. And then you can have comics do one or two things. They can either come up and just do their set, or they can talk to the person being massaged, or they can take the information that you pulled from them during their massage uh-huh. and make bets on it. Oh, my gosh. And you call it, like, uh, I don't know, group massage. <laughs> I love that idea. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or heal, heal, healing, you know, laughter is healing or whatever. One of those. Right. So, and then I, I guarantee you it will do well. 
and then people will want to come because they'll want to get massaged. They'll want to be the lucky one. They'll want to be the, well, you can do it with, like, each comic gets of someone being massaged. Uh-huh. And then you can, you know, you'll just have people come to the show, have, like, four comics, and, yeah, just, you show up, wear your, like, full, like, massage regalia. Uniform, as, um... Definitely. Josh Adam Myers comes Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, oh. Josh did the podcast. I've been to Josh's house about five times. Oh, Joe, you gotta come back. I got my dog. I got my dog. Lecca. a monster. He's a pinchula. Avery's afraid of Lecca. That's mostly because he's a really decent idiot. He's scared of animals that give too much love to jump on. Lecca's a microcosm of me, but she's also the same and smiles and plays as me. Because I'm a little scoobly noodle. Here's the problem with Avery. He's all stressed out, all this tension to his back and his muscles. He needs to release, so I was really glad. I invented Avery. Did I ever tell you that? I did. Oh, yeah. Avery was just a schlamuzzle. He was working at the door of the improv. I walked up to him. I said, You're my best friend. Come with me. And then I would put him on the piano. And then I just started ripping and jumping. And he started scoodly doodling. And Jeremiah came on with his little saxophone, and he was all spangly dangly. And the comedy jam came in and changed all of our lives. That's mostly because I came up with the idea for Avery. Well, thank you for that, John. Oh, it's my pleasure. Absolutely. All right, okay, I got a little kink in my uh, in my hip flex. I don't know what it is. <laughs> you know, I don't know where a hip flexor is, but I know I flex. Because I do CrossFit. CrossFit yes, I'm all about kettlebells. I went to a party for a CrossFit party. It was kettle ones and kettlebells. It was a lot of fun. We had a great time. I'll tell you something else, though. Oh, God. Uh, now you see right there. Yeah, that's my relationship with my father. Did not go so well. And left somewhere I'm all squishy. That's my mom because I love her. All right, and then over, if you go the lumpy part, the fatty part of my body, there's not much of it, but that's my relationship with Avery, because he's a big, fat, pre-diabetic schlub of You ever been to the goddamn comedy jam? I have. Oh, I massaged you're a lucky it. person. You get it. You, under, you did massage it. I, I connected you with all the famous backs. Yes, you did. I did. You know, who? which back did I connect you with? Wanda Sykes. Wanda You're welcome. Next. <laughs> Monster Brown. Monster a great, wow, first of all, let me just say something. The goddamn comedy jam was about diversity first. Who else did you connect with? Dean Delray. Oh, the Dean the Delraiser. He gets it. He <laughs> understands rock. Let there be rock. Flock. I talked to, to Mark Marin, but uh, I didn't get him on. No shit. You didn't get Mark Marin on. I don't. Know. No, Listen, Mark Merritt's like at the top. He's like on the Mount Rushmore parking. You gotta climb the mountain before you get to the people whose faces are carved in it. Let's see who else. Nick Yusuf? Oh, Nick Yusuf. I love Nick Yusuf. He's awesome. Yeah, but he released a record and it's pink and it's sort of weird. Yeah, I don't get it. But Nick is cool. Nick Nick thinks that uh, Avery does the best impression of it. I don't get it, dude. I don't get it. Ryan Sickler. Oh, Sickle Cell? Oh, Ryan's the best. I love Ryan. He gets me. And, oh, I got to make a really <laughs> mean face at Dane Cook and didn't expect him to see it, and he did. No, oh, you gotta watch out for the cook in the cook's kitchen. You yeah. gotta be careful about that one. You know, I get it, but, you know, Dane Cook, another great, great comic that I connected. 
on this thing asked you if you've ever gotten someone be like can you give me a hand but my question is how many comments asked you that nah, none really really i think because most of them know john because he's always with me yeah so no 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 like i mean out here like He goes, I would never ask you for a happy ending. And I was like, fuck you. Like, I look pretty when you're face down. Like, I think, yeah. And then he goes, no, it's just I know how strong your hands are. And I don't know why anybody would want that around their dick. Okay, valid point. Makes perfect sense. No one wants a clam. Well, some people do. Who is this? It is... Showtime. What? Yes. Congratulations. Mary, what's it? It's called. Oh my god. What's it called? Above ground. Above ground. It's with Clay. What's his name? Clay Crawford. Clay Crawford. The guy who got kicked off of his own set because he was kind of weird. But he was great on the set with Mary, with MJ. And uh, you can check it out on Showtime apps. Oh, I'm so going to record it. Should. I'm going we'll to. You'll see her there. It's going above ground. We'll be like, I touched that lady naked. <laughs> so did I. Famous adjacent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. This is great. You needed this. Yeah. What do you mean by that? You're just tight. I but I've know. noticed, like, I've said that every podcast, every comic. It's tough. It's tough. You guys need to just release things, but I'm sure I'm the same way. Hypocrite right here. So. Well, yeah, but I mean, probably. We all do, but like, comedy is a very, it's an up and down, like, the thrill of getting that reaction because it's the most like, immediate of art forms because you either get laughs or you don't. Yes. So it's so immediate that that rush is great when you're in it, and then you walk off stage and it's like your expectations are, you have to manage them because if you're not getting other things life that are that media you have to like work on your patience. Yeah. Kids crying in the kitchen. <laughs> so 
No, I think that I actually thought of you because I wrote a very dark bit, and it reminded me of your guys, the motherfuckers, um, yeah. the miscarriage one. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. Because we just, I just dealt with that with yeah. my brother. Sure. And his girlfriend was having twins. Oh boy. And we lost them both. How far were they? They were like a month in. Okay. But because. We're done having kids. Like I was telling people, I'm like, I'm having babies. I'm having twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so excited. And I mean, well, you guys all live together, don't you? Well, Adam and his girlfriend they live in Fresno. Oh. Okay. But this, and I had nieces and nephews, but they're all older now. And this is, it's only Adam and I. So this was like my brother's kids. I'm so excited. Right. And I was telling people like, I'm pregnant, and yeah. I look like I'm having twins. So it's perfect uh, anyway. And um, when we lost them, I was so sad that John actually took me to the comedy store because he's like, how can I cheer you up? Yeah. And somebody mentioned that the miscarried babies are angel babies. Okay. And I ranted and raved and raved, and I'm like, no, screw that. Um, they're quitters. Oh, God. And I went into this whole thing about why are we giving them that name? They're giving, we're giving them a participation trophy, and they didn't even participate. <laughs> And I, there was like two or three comics around me, and I was like, you have to do that on stage. Yeah, funny. So I did, but it, it went well. Good. But it was very scary. Yeah. That was the scariest bit I've ever done, where right before I said quitters, like, I took a deep breath, like, it's going to either, it's going to go one or two ways. <laughs> yeah. You're going to, sometimes you're going to offend people, you know, like, that's going to happen part of it. But it was very healing, too, because I had oh. women coming up to me who were like, I have yeah. quitters. And they were hugging me like I'm sorry, like I had a quitter too. So it was it was very healing. I ha- I do a song called that I you know I say I I, I want to give everyone a gift in the audience and I I'm able to write songs about things in my life and have some fun with them. It's very healing for me. And so this is a song about this time I was the doctor and I sing a song called I, I got diabetes. No, I don't have diabetes. I just basically deep myself. Right. But, uh, I, uh, I performed it, and when I start singing the first verse and on the chorus, it goes like, I always used to ask for an extra squeeze of mayo on my feet by macaroni and cheese. I love food so much, my sweat is gravy. I'm the kind of guy that's gonna lose his feet, cause I got diabetes, you got diabetes. This room got diabetes, they root that diabetes. That one, diabetes, it's fun, diabetes, that too. So the audience is pretty disoriented. Uh huh. And they're, you know, like they're they're laughing, but they're just like, "What the fuck is this guy singing about diabetes?" <laughs> and it's funny because it's it's like a I think people's like parents like die from it. And there's a risk of like severely upsetting someone, but it's also like you gotta have fun. Even my wife's family, they're they're very like they're very happy white people. And <laughs> They're all doctors, and I think they, like, because they're so close to life and death and, like, gross, like, blood and cutting things open, uh-huh. I think because they're so close to it, they've got this really great perspective of, like, joking around about it and, like, having fun, like, oh, we'll just cut, cut them open and, oh, and talk to the doctor again and let's give you another eye. And, you know, it's, like, it's such a funny thing, and I, I really respect it because you, you have to, kind of, like, when something's really fucked up, you have to be able to like have fun with it. I agree. I completely agree. Like 
when I die, I want to be cremated, and I want people to roast me while I'm being roasted. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. Why not? Well, like, I don't know. I don't know what the venue would be. That <laughs> Crematorium would be like, what? Uh, okay, well, I, I'll tell you something. I know there. Are, I know a lot of comments that will come and roast you during your roast. Because I don't want to hear it now. Like you know. Well, how, you're not going to hear it then. Exactly, and I'll be fine with it. Because you know how every comic has the joke, like I know I look like blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have that joke. And a younger open micer was like, well, go on Reddit, post a picture of yourself, oh, yeah. and then just... Oh, by the way, I'm very tickled to feet, so good luck. Are you going to kick me? I'm not going to kick you. Okay. I am going to giggle. Okay. <laughs> so, um, and he was like, and just take what they say about you. Yeah, that's and, uh, a great idea. I don't have the self-esteem for that. Oh, who cares? Oh, I do. Why? <laughs> I don't want to know what people see when they see me. <laughs> well, they're seeing you anyways. Like, I mean, I get you, but like, as a, as a comic, don't you feel like you need to like go to that place to probably be like, yeah, I look like Zach, a bloated Zach Galifianakis. I could have gotten any more bloated. Or, and I, I didn't know Chris D'Elia got diabetes. Or, you know, like, don't you want to be able to like just go fucking, who cares what I look like? You're the stupid one for judging me. Like, it's like calling out the bully. It's like saying, make fun of yourself before they can in school. That's that's the thing you need to do. It's like when you go to prison, right? Uh-huh. You got to stab someone, you know. But when you go to school, you got to make fun of yourself. Right. I don't know if those two are connected. But I can I think see that. Now, what I'm talking about. I don't know though, because me, like they take it too far. Oh yeah, I mean. I mean, just like. Are they right? I don't know. Probably not. Probably. Probably not. <laughs> But it is good because it's free material, and I'm going to do true. that. I, someone told me I look like Wham Margera. I can see that. Like Wham Margera, way. but like Wham. I don't know. I kind of look like Wham Margera now. <laughs> you got that? But I don't know. Uh, maybe. We'll see. We're not going to see. Based on that, you're not going to see. I think you should do it. But people, okay, you're I afraid have, of it. I am afraid of it. And comedy is all about facing that fear. Because people are mean. Like just yeah, they are. With my reviews and my books, yeah, I have a couple one stars, which I, that's okay, not too bad. Whatever. But they're mean, and I think that if oh. you are going to say something mean on the internet, when you press send. it should take a picture of you and put it next to what you're saying. Oh, well, that's it. But. Get a real honest, like they're not as responsible as they think of me that way, though. Because they don't have to do it. They can just, like, jump off and hide in their basement. But also, you know they're sitting in their basements or, you know. Naked eating mac and cheese out of the pan. Nothing wrong with mac and cheese. There's nothing wrong with mac and cheese. Oh, God. Can I just say something? You're really good. Thank you. You have a very good pressure. You're, you're, you know, like, I think. You know that if you pushed a little bit harder, I would cry. Uh-huh. But we're at a good place where I think I'm getting the muscle relief, but I'm not. In, I'm not going like ruining your podcast by going God, 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 <laughs> God. Joy, what are you doing? There is no joy. <laughs> there is no joy in this joy. There is no joy. <laughs> oh. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. And, and that's what I like, and I love it when people get off the table and they feel better. Like that's what I want. You love it when people just let like, you leave. <laughs> right. I'm done. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> and 
It must be hard to end massages because you don't know whenever wants a massage to end. I get cussed out a lot. What do you mean you get cussed out a lot? First of all, who says cussed? I know. I, I do. I don't know. All right. I'm staring at a baby right now. Say fuck. He says fuck. Okay. All right. Oh, good. Then you're like me. Yeah. Our child curses all the time. It's really They walk right through them. Oh, fuck. I love that. I love that. That's really cute. So, in, okay. You guys don't have to deal with this yet, but it is going to happen soon. Okay. Last Friday, I was picking up Brody okay. from school. That's He's, the seventeen-year-old. That is the seven-year-old. Seven or seventeen? Seven. Seven. Okay. He's in second grade. Right. And they release the kids out of this very tiny gate, okay. and I stay off to the side because I don't do well in crowds. Sounds like a kennel. It's so awful. It's okay. so they look. It looks like a zombie apocalypse yeah, when yeah. the kids get released. It's it's and they make that noise like the, so I'm waiting for him to get out and I'm waving and I'm waving and I'm a little further down not in the crowd and they're not letting him go so I finally walk up and I'm like Brody what's going on and they release him and he goes you were too far away they said that I could mistake you and I could go to the wrong mommy They've been releasing him for years now, me standing there, and just that day they decided. And the school is very pretentious. So I looked at him and I go, you know what, bro? And I go, I'm almost done with this fucking school. Right. And this lady who's halfway across the street turns around and she goes, can you watch your language? Nice. I guarantee you that woman only has sex missionary style. Yes. I actually told her to go to her miserable life. You did not. In her minivan. Yes. What'd you say exactly? Okay. Now, first of all, I need to state that I am a person who will let anybody walk over me. No context. Just what did you say? Okay. I told her, I go, really? I go, fuck is your trigger word. Out of everything that's going on in this world, fuck is what drives you crazy. Yeah. I'm all, your priorities are way out of whack. Of what she said. And then she's all, your child is standing right there. Yeah. And I go, what? That's my kid? Oh, my God. I didn't know he was standing next to me. Yeah. And she had two daughters, and they are staring at me. And I go, you know what? My kid's going to be fine in this world. He's going to understand. He's going to hear the word fuck. And he's going to understand that the world is going to be a messed up place. <laughs> and this is bad. I go, your daughters oh, are going to be pregnant oh, at 16 oh, the first time they see a juicy oh, oh, dick. Oh. <laughs> and then I told her to go in her minivan to her miserable life, and her husband is cheating on her. Oh, my God. You really gave it to her because she told you not to swear. <laughs> and she got in a minivan, and I felt very, very validated. Wait, you, you called it the cheat. I did. I wow. did. That is the default vehicle, but... And I drive a Highlander, which is just a different type of minivan. No, it's not. It's a cool. It's Where's cool. <laughs> Highlanders are cool in the minivan. I love my Highlander. It's paid off, too, so I really love my Highlander. So Sandy gets mad at me for talking about products on the podcast because we're giving them free ad dollars. But I'm just trying to show them how we would promote them. Anyways, listen, that's pretty funny. Yeah, but I don't normally stick up for myself like that. Yeah, like, because it's so stupid. Yeah, but it was also the day that I ended up having to call John to pick me up from work, and I was diagnosed with fatigue-induced vertigo. Whoa. So the world was spinning. So I was, like, trying, I'm like, man, if you would have just stayed still. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. But I'm not normally like that. Oh, I know. So it was. I said no context. I know, but John was like, I don't believe, he doesn't believe me. He's yeah. like, you didn't say that. And well, I did. 
I really did. I think it was also released about because, you know, first of all, you're allowed to swear. Yes. It's America. You can say whatever you want. You can say, uh, you can say the Jews are over Hollywood. You can say horrible things. Uh-huh. And it's okay. Yes. Because it's America. And it's all about our freedoms and our liberties and law. Freedom's just another word for, what is it? Nothing left to lose. Uh, oh, God! Can't start singing Janice and expect me not to give a little pressure. Oh, God! <laughs> why? Oh, uh, why? She's amazing! But why do I get hurt for her being good? Because I need your soul to come out of you. Okay. <laughs> Janice Joplin is, I, you know, it's funny, I only see her... In my in my mind's eye, I always see her like singing in her hair in front of her face. Like Sia, is that the lady's name? Yeah, like Chandelier? Sia. Like I always, her hair is always going crazy, and you never really see her face in these pictures. I looked her out, I was like, okay, she looks like. That's what she, yeah. If I ever sing karaoke, it would be Janice. Why don't? Where are you going? I think it's here. Where's Cole? He's in a lasagna. Oh great. Okay. He's doing great. Cool. He's, he's good for. Oh. Hi, baby. Daddy's in charge. Okay, Have a fantastic cool. day. Hey. Say bye, bye, Cole. Uh, oh. Oh. Hi. Oh, I didn't eat again. Uh, well, no. How much food's left on this table now? Uh, we're at 54 minutes. No, like, how much food's left on this table? Oh, on the table? Yeah. A lot. Okay, yeah, he's gonna eat, so it'll be fine. Okay, well, I'm gonna flip you over and do your neck anyway. Okay, cool. Yeah, he, he's good for that. Okay. Kids like raising themselves, right? Oh, yeah, that's okay. what mine is. You flip over for me. Ugh. Ugh. Oh. We leave our little time and then. Ugh. Ugh. Scoot oh, down. Scoot down here. Hi, Coley. Dad is getting a massage. Did you know that? Yeah. He's so perfect. Oh. I know. He is really. If you're listeners, you know, we'll do the whole plug thing later, but if you go to at Avery Funny, there's some pictures in him of there, uh-huh. and, and there's a highlight of him, and it's called Olympics. Okay. It is the most adorable thing that's ever happened in the history of time. Oh. Little man. You know what happens with that neck thing, the face down? It's mm-hmm. good, but my neck ends up, like this part comes down, and so it gets really... Why didn't you tell me? Because you it's adjustable. I guess I should have told you that. No, no, I think I should have asked her. So you told me to empower myself. Oh, okay. Okay. You got this. You made it almost a whole hour. I didn't. So proud of you. I mean, this has been fantastic. It's not making it. I'm just proud that I. I, I think, like, are you saying like I didn't I'd spring uh-huh. triply? Uh-huh. Like you don't have to cut half the. Oh, yeah. Half the episode out because he was like, oh. What? So loud for so like long. How'd it, go? it was all. Uh oh. Cole, what happened? You drop your fork. It's okay. You can eat with your hands today, and that's Mama, how you raise Mama, a kid. That is exactly how you raise a kid. Mama and Dada. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh God. So you got it. How's Motherfucker doing? It's doing good. It's I mean, doing good, isn't it's it? It's good, yeah. I mean, it's 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 picking up. It's on a really good gradual swing. 
we're getting a lot of people listening to one episode and then like going back. Uh-huh. So that's good. And I think, you know, it's a matter of time. It's not going to be one of these like explosive things like cereal. Uh-huh. But I think, you know, the point of it, I call it, yeah. Uh, the point of it is we want to talk about things that are taboo uh-huh. that people don't talk about and have a little fun with it. And one of our episodes is Casey Bacamini, and she is a friend of mine, uh-huh. but she was on The Real L Word, okay. and she was, basically, it's like an episode like an hour and 45, uh-huh. and it's her story about is uh, her and her partner on the show were doing like IVF and, and trying to get pregnant, and it's the most heartbreaking and heart-wrenching mm-hmm. story and, and most of it you're gonna cry okay but we you know we have a little fun too right and she's totally game and great and uh you know we did get a few comments like why are two white guys talking about this it's like you want two white guys to talk about this right because you're you're so critical of white guys not talking about other people other than themselves here we are talking and interviewing on our podcast yeah. other people about their perspective, and then you're hated on it. It's like, what do you, what do you want? Everything you, and nothing. Yeah. So John, Jonathan Kite and I have a song uh-huh. that I do on the '88 show. Uh, he came over and we were trying to write this song, and we didn't know what to do because we wanted to talk about political stuff. But we realized no one wants to hear white guys' perspectives on politics and what's happening with Weinstein and stuff. Uh-huh. So the song is called "White Guys Have Said Enough." And, I've heard this. And instead, we'll do what safe and fun. Impressions that you know and love, and we just do impressions. Nice. Can I plug my '88 show? Please do. Okay, guys. September 25th, 10:15 p.m. Main room at the Hollywood Improv. Uh, it's the two-year anniversary of my show, which is called the '88 Show. Uh, the show generally, at Compass come on. They do a set. I interview them, and then I uh, sing a comedy song with them that I've written with them in advance. And for the two-year anniversary, my favorite concert movie is The Last Waltz uh, uh-huh. by the band. And I just love the idea of the band being up there the whole time and people coming on and singing these songs with them. So I'm doing a concert of comedy songs. I love it. No one else is doing it. It's all my original material with these songs. Uh, we have Arden Marine from uh, Netflix and Beth Stelling and Eric Griffin. Steve Ragnar's Easy, Josh Wolf, Jeremiah Watkins, Josh Adam Myers, Preacher Lawson, Jade Catapretta, Eliza Skinner, and then I have this cast of people that play different characters at the improv. So Scout Derwood, Sandy Danto, Michelle Ortiz, and Michael Glazer. And it's so much fun. I do it every month. I write a whole new show every month. And it's just my favorite thing in the world. And I'd love for you guys to come check out the show uh, on September 25th. It's up. You can follow it uh, at the ADH show on Instagram. You can see all the tickets and stuff. Okay. And then plug motherfuckers on uh, your Instagram. Let's do it all. Motherfuckers. It's a parenting podcast I do with Sandy Danto. I've been talking about it. Uh, basically, what we do is the show is all the stages of deciding to have a kid, through trying to have a kid, having the kid, trimesters, all that. And what we do is we interview five different comics based on each subject, and that's each episode. So I, we'll, yeah. Sorry, I oh. loved it when you guys brought the doula in. That cracked yeah. me up. So that was my doula. That's Josh's wife. We just came by here. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, so the, each episode we have 
Um, Marilyn Ricegub, Lana Turner, Josh Wolf, Steve Renazizi, Pat Barker. Um, and we interview them on these different subjects, and then we have a doula and, and interview her. And after the comics are done having fun, we have her like the doula comes in and like says what's actually going on with your body and stuff in these different stages. And then we'll have standalone episodes. So we have uh, some good surprises coming up. But Casey Bacalini's did an episode got a lot of lessons. Definitely check it out if you want to go cry and laugh. Yes, I do. And this, this will do that. And then we also have uh, Bobby Lee and Polly Shore doing it. Um, <laughs> so that's coming up soon, too. And you can follow that at MFers Podcast. So MFERS Podcast. And it's on iTunes and Stitchers and all that. Uh, and then you can follow me at Avery Funny. A V E R Y F U N N Y. On everything. And uh, keep listening to this podcast. Rate and review this podcast. Yes, That's please. how Joy will get out of her job. Yes, so If you please. love job and uh, if you do love Joy and you want her to not work a job that's killing her, then you'll rate and review this one and pass it on to your friends and subscribe. Those are the key things. And that's the deal. Perfect. All right. That is this episode. I hope you are nice and relaxed and have uh, a great day. Uh,